What up, Satan Rastafari? Not much. No, the, the, the proper way to do it is Luciferi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot. Hmm. Yeah, but what up with you? How'd your day go? Yeah, I went fucked up, but I know. Nah. How's it fucked up? Mm, you know, just same shit, you know, still. Another cold day, you know, no chick and all that. Except some weird, some weird chick came to, with, uh, uh, wrestle. She came in and she's so fucked up on, on dust and old English that she fell on <laughs> She fell where? On me. I'm like sitting on the bed and she just like falls on top of me and shit. And she's just like, who are you? I'm like, or something, you know, like, what, what you doing here? It's like, I live here. It's like, and then he goes to re- to wrestle. Like, is that your man? It's like I don't even go. I don't do gay shit. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, why don't you get the fuck up out of here?" And I'm like, "Well, you fell on me, and you're sitting on me. If if you just get up, then I can walk out and get the fuck up out of here." <laughs> right. So it was. Uh, it was funny. What, Russell brought her in to fuck her or some shit? Yeah. I see. But got to hear some of the cable satellite radio, which is... Got to hear uh, more of that punky metal that I like. More of that screamo music that I like and some of the classic rock and oldies stations and shit, so that was good. Some old nineties hits and all that. I didn't stay with the ninety hit nineties hits as long this time. They were playing like the first three songs I was into, because that's like the best wake up music when you first wake up. And then they played something that, something that sucked really bad. So I'm like, okay. Then <laughs> same thing. I tune the station in, they're playing Smashing Pumpkins, and then they play some bad Evanescence song, and I change the station. <laughs> A bad Evanescence song? Well, I don't like any Evanescence songs, really. I've never heard an Evanescence song that I like. So. Yeah, I like most of this shit. Yeah, to me, they're just, like, too commercial. Although, they're like, their message, they're, like, supposed to be a Christian band, so, like, all their songs are about Jesus and shit. But they never say the word Jesus, so... <laughs> Yeah, I never got the impression they were a Christian band. No, well, when you hear their interviews, their interviews are all about being Christian, and all their songs are supposedly about being Christian. Yeah, I don't buy that. 
Yeah, but that's their hook. That's their, the thing they do in the interviews, you know? It's like suckers. So it's like, I remember there was a, a Christian record label that had a bunch of bands join the label because the label would help them out and shit. So they could get famous and then the people from the label found out they weren't really Christians and shit and like a bunch of bands got dropped from the label and shit. Uh. So that's all you did today? Yeah, pretty much. I, mean, I don't do much. You know, there isn't much going on in my life right now. So I'm not doing much. Yeah. I fucking stayed up to like five finishing that song. Oh, okay. That's you. Working on the song. Cool. At least you're working on it, right? On. Yeah, you're doing the cutting and pasting. Yeah, editing and shit. Ah. Uh, Which it's getting a lot of good reviews on rap fame. Ah. Uh, yeah, because my buddy did the hook, like, <laughs> the case manager. She's like, I hated his part of it. <laughs> well, I'm surprised your case manager didn't listen to your music. <laughs> yeah, she gives me good feedback on my music. Okay, see, I wouldn't be playing music for a case manager myself, but I would not be, like, trying to ask their opinion on my stuff. Well, she has to hear it, but then she's like, you know, she usually likes what I do, so, you know, whenever I make a song, she usually wants to hear about it. Okay, right on there. And she usually tells me sort of similar stuff to you, like, oh, you're not, you're not putting enough into it, you know, or, you know, like, your breathing is wrong. Yeah, I'll play you the finished product after. Great. You know, well, when I get back upstairs and get to my other phone. Mm. But uh, we started off group with talking about complacency. Okay, what would... Okay, what's the thing about complacency? Because I'm trying to... like it's a where you get too comfortable with your situation you know you stop going to meetings and you think you don't need the program because you think you got it and shit like that okay I don't know I'm trying to think uh what are these dudes getting out of the program? 
I mean, like, the dudes that run it, what are they getting out of the program? Money. And okay. a sense of helping people. Okay, so they're getting paid for doing the program. So it's like, of course they'd say, you're being too complacent. You're not giving me money. Well, no, as long as you're here and you're attending your meetings and going to your counseling, they're getting paid regardless. But, uh, it's more like, you know, like they're just kind of warning us that you'll never be done working on recovery. And whenever you think you're done, you're probably going to relapse. So, oh, okay. So even after so you get out you of the. You're never going to be in a state where you'll be okay recovering, then you'll be okay and you won't relapse. Yeah. Okay. So that even if you get out of the program, like that's what they say, you need to keep going to meetings and working with your sponsor. Okay. Because that's when you're going to fuck up, and I've seen a lot of people do that. Okay. But like I agreed with uh, the first uh, house manager I had. And he said, you can't really be complacent when you have goals. Okay. So as long as you have goals that you need to accomplish, you're not going to get complacent or you're not complacent. Uh, You can't just have goals. You have to pursue your goals. Okay. Somebody that doesn't have many goals, especially now, I would not make it in, in your world there, <laughs> in that world. Yeah, probably true. Because that's the main thing in this program is getting off your ass and doing something. Yeah, no, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I'm 50, nothing. Yeah, well, you're about at that age where you can get away with doing nothing. Mm, Yeah, no, probably not really, but I'll do it anyway. Well, you're 10 years off of give or take retirement age and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. But uh, either way, I'm just doing what I do. And for the life of me, I can't remember what the second part of the group meeting was. Uh, had something to do with having blackouts? <laughs> yeah, I'm black. I'm blanking on what we talked about. Okay, so you did that. There's mostly guys going on about fucking their criminal lives and how it's hard to leave it alone. 
it's like somebody you know tells me about a good a good smash and grab robbery I could do you know it's like how could I say no to that damn it you're selling drugs you know associating with people that only wanted to be with you or around you because you had drugs or you could get them drugs And then after that, I packed up my shit. But didn't get to move because it started fucking raining heavy. Right when the... Right after the group home... Uh... House manager fucking got here. So we're like, fuck it, we'll do it tomorrow. And then I played chess with my roommate and finally got revenge for yesterday. Me getting my ass kicked. pizza box so I can get it in the trash easier this part doesn't want to fold very easy but we are still trying and this part really doesn't want to fold there we go though we are folding it as much as we can fold it all right I think we might Ah, uh, Nestle Quick is always good shit. Probably not gonna smoke any more cigarettes because that shit was feeling harsh today. What what's feeling harsh? Hitting that cigarette. Mm. Well that's pretty much the harshest thing. I mean it's still out of everything I've done the harshest thing on my throat's been tobacco. Maybe some alcohol, like when I drank cognac, that was really hard on my throat. Asleep and waking up, my throat was just like, oh, oh, you know, just really in pain. 
Usually vodka had that effect on me. Well, vodka I could do okay. I never really had bad... never really had bad side effects from drinking vodka. for that song? What? Ready for that song? That's your new song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Let me go, let me flow, 
on the road, the group is she do me, she do me. Did I miss what I did? Loneliness like a fist in my chest. What is best? She is next. Give me sex, but no rest. Stuck in mess. Groupie less. It is best. What a mess. Yeah. Show her back. I'm a Mac that I lack. Got her back with the Mac. Got a plan. Thinking man. Love again. Never can. What should I do with my tools? Girl, you make me feel like I should never love again. Thinking why the fuck I ever love a friend. On and on, I swear this bullshit never ends. Should be riding in the bins, but not be never again. Yeah, really like just. Yeah, I'd say the major thing is you got to get what he's saying on the beat, because sometimes like what he's saying isn't going quite on the beat. Like yeah. it seems to go on the beat towards that end line, but that first part would you make me feel like I should never love again. And it's like not going with the beat. Like the beat's not going when he should be like saying it. <laughs> well, he's more trying to sing it. Sync. What? He's more trying to sing it instead of rap it. Yeah, no, but still, he's got to sing it to the beat. Yeah, that's true. Like the notes aren't really falling on the beat, so it kind of sounds. More like, you know, an art type thing than a rap thing. Yeah. I see what you mean. I think at one point your thing wasn't going on the beat when you were rapping like that last. I was kind of trying to check more how much it was on the beat. <laughs> but you, you were more on the beat than he was when you do the singing, but... Maybe it's just the way you cut and pasted it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Because, uh, like, if you were trying to dance to him singing that with the beat going on, you'd be very confused trying to dance. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, but then, like, you know, like, you're super critical, like, it's actually getting a lot of good reviews on the rap app, mm. but you're more, like, you, rap's not your thing, so you're more critical of it. Well, no, no, I mean, it's good, it's just, it's gotta go with the beat, you know, it's like, if if you were trying to get that played on the radio, I don't think they'd play it, because it's, like, not going with the beat, <laughs> I guess the most important thing is to get what he's saying to be done to the beat. So if someone's, you know, trying to dance to it, they can dance to what he's singing and, and they're not going to be confused on where you're supposed to, when you're supposed to put your feet on the ground, you know? Yeah, because I guess, but like, that's not really a dance track. That's more of an R&B type of shit, you know? Yeah, I know, but it's just like, it's like if you're like, yeah, be like I'm in love again. And, and the beat is like going not with what he's singing. It's just kind of, I don't know. <laughs> there aren't too many songs where the beat isn't going where the dude sings. Like, most people sing to the beat, you know? 
which maybe he was trying to do it to the beat, but the way, it, for some reason, it's not like, the way you cut and pasted it, it ain't sounding like it's being, like it's done to the beat. I'm trying to think how you'd have to sing it if you were doing it to the beat, you know? Let's see. Uh, chilled out until my sponsor came and picked me up and took me to a recovery Bible study. Mm-hmm. And when we did that, we were, they were talking yes. about, you know, not getting caught up in the, the fleshly things and yeah we should get caught up in the fleshly things because the flesh is all that matters everything spiritual is bullshit and the flesh is all that matters fleshly things are everything meaningful in this world (laughs) yeah and then like being of service to other people and using your gifts to help people okay well I try to use my 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 gifts from the demons to uh, ruin people's lives, and uh, and uh, I serve myself. Fuck all the worthless others. I'm not going to lift a. F- and in general, I'm not going to get up off my lazy ass <laughs> for almost anybody. <laughs> Except good friends, probably, but that's, you know. But in general, I'm not going to get off, up off my lazy ass to help anybody. <laughs> and then, like, they're supposed to be, like, uh... Well, I fucking tried to order some Taco Bell from Grubhub, and they fucking said somebody took my order, so I got a fucking, uh, they refunded me my money, which sucks, so I ended up eating cheddar brats for dinner, which I did not want to eat. That's cool. Okay, got a lot of that when I was in Washington. Yeah, but when it comes to hot dogs, that's my favorite kind of hot dog. So I've never thought of them as hot dogs. Those are brats. That's, that's a totally different thing than a hot dog to me. That's well, they're hot dogs. I a lot of when shit. I was in Washington. <laughs> well, they're hot dog shaped. Yeah, but they're way bigger. <laughs> way bigger and a totally different taste. Well, that's if you're getting them from, uh, like, a, 
you know, a food truck or something, or a restaurant. No, no, we were getting it from, where did we go shop? Well, because she was from the Army, so she'd get shop, she'd go shopping at this, at the, the Army base commissary, because she, like, did work at the Army cafeteria and shit, like uh, Angela's mom. Yeah, like, those big brats are dope. Like, they don't need... And even when she left the cafeteria, she'd still go to the to the mm-hmm. army com- the military, the army commissary place and shop. <laughs> I guess nowadays, with the way things have changed since the government lockdown, none of us could get in, or since the real ID shit, none of us could get in now. But, or she could get in, but I couldn't. <laughs> There was no, was was the army hospital cafeteria. That's where she worked. Yeah, like if you get them from like the food trucks, they're usually pretty huge and delicious, and they don't need cheese. That was, I've had them with and without cheese, and I don't know. Never thought of them as hot dogs. I always just thought of them as a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah, they're more like sausage, but... Yeah, it's more like a sausage that uh, has its own unique taste. Yeah, but I've had, like, some cheap brats from Walmart. They were horrible. They literally tasted like the mixture between a hot dog and a bratwurst. It was pretty gross. Ah, okay. With too much pepper in the meat. Okay, I didn't have it in... In, uh... I don't think I ever had Walmart's version. Like, they have good brats that are solid, and then they have shitty brats. Yeah, now I'm talking to you. Right now. Oh, yeah, Donnie. Remind me so we can train after group tomorrow. Uh, yep. Today we are going to dive into the news. Oh, yeah, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Orwood Show. I'm your host, Aaron Orwood. I'm Kyle And just something that popped up on my Google carousel. It looks like they're sending stimulus checks to uh, Californians, but it seems like they're only sending them to uh, people that filed their tax returns. Yeah, yes. I'm not going to get that one. <laughs> 
But today we're going to cover InfoWars. Okay. So let's start and see what uh, see what they have to say. Biden declares winner of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. Who is saying this? Biden. Okay, well, Biden is so much into fear mongering, it's not even funny. So, fuck you, Biden. We're still not buying anything. I mean, I was just thinking how much I'm not buying what they're saying because I was thinking of uh, somebody that is buying what they're saying. It's like, how can you buy this shit? You know, like when the news was saying, okay, here's the problem. All these people are dying. The only solution, and like they question everything so that the answer was always, well, we should take away our freedom. Everybody should give up their freedom. And that's the answer. And it's like when the news is covering it like that, and you know it's to give Gavin Newsom power because that's it. This dude is like, I like Gavin Newsom. He's like really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I liked Gavin Newsom up until March of 2020. As soon as he like did all that shit to take away our freedom in March of 2020, I've hated him ever since. Like my opinion of him totally changed as soon as he did all that shit. And as soon as you're pushing it, and it was all done in such a propaganda-like way. It's like, how can you believe that shit? It's like, it's like I know, okay, it's like I know Trump is fucked up and the Republicans are fucked up. But damn it, the Democrats <laughs> are just as fucked up. And it's like, how Come can on, you, you know they're more fucked cool? up? You know, it's like. How can you believe these people when everything is set up in a script that is like where every question leads to the answer of taking away your freedom is the answer. And that was the thing they were giving us for the next two, three months on the fucking news every fucking day. It's like, how can you believe that when it's so scripted, when every question led to the answer, oh, taking away everybody's freedom is the answer. It's like, that just hit me so hard just thinking of that. It's like, how can anybody think that Gavin Newsom is cool after this? I don't get it. It does not make sense. It's like, you got to come to the conclusion that both the Republicans and the Democrats are two very fucked up parties. And this one's a heavy-hitting little one right here. CDC warns Americans not to get Johnson & Johnson shot over blood clot risk. Okay, well, let's let's go to the first one, because we started on Joe Biden's fear-mongering, and if it comes from InfoWars, they might actually, like, (laughs) having some good some commentary going against his fear-mongering. So I don't know. Where's your head at on that one? 
I guess we could go into it and highlight his fear mongering. Well, it's like we know he's fear mongering. I just want to hear the dudes commenting on how much it's fear mongering and how. Do you really want to believe this constant doom and gloom that the media is pushing if you don't do what you're told? You know, it's like, okay, a bunch of people are going to die, but you're making it like. This winter is going to be worse than any of the other than the past two winters we've already experienced, or the past two springs or whatever. And it's like you're just setting everything up for a lockdown at Christmas or something or to fuck up everybody's Christmas. And it's like just, I'm just like, just fuck I went to sleep thinking about. What was going to happen? Because I'm hearing the propaganda on the news. I'm falling asleep to the propaganda on the news. And it's like, well, you know, eventually you're going to land in the hospital. And I'm like, okay, if it gets that bad, then I better plan on how I'm going to kill the the, the Christian that I'm going to kill in the house. If I get so sick that I'm about to die. Or if I'm getting that sick. (laughs) I better like plan my day, you know, plan the way, you know, figure out and plan how I'm going to go, go to the store and get the knife and fucking stab whoever I got to stab once this uh, shit goes down. Niggas about to get stabbed, jab. That's it, you know, like if, if it's that serious and we're all going to go to the hospital this winter. You know, all the people like me that are, are going to go to the hospital this winter, then I better get ready to to uh, kill that one Christian before I die, so I can tell the horrible creator at least I killed one of the people that sang songs to you before uh, you uh, sentenced me to eternity in hell. Excellent exit strategy, Kyle Chaos. I think so. Take somebody down with you. <laughs> That's it. That's you know the conclusion you came up with on on the uh, mushroom trip I had in uh, March of 2010. That that was the most important thing I could do. More important than any of the political shit that I was doing. You know, more important than all of that. That sometime before I die, I gotta do it. I mean, the next couple days after that mushroom trip, I was waiting in the elevator with a knife, like planning on who I was gonna stab, you know? <laughs> like when they came on the elevator and. Didn't find any of the people I wanted to stab those first couple days. But, uh. Yeah, I always figured if somebody killed me, I'd try and take them with me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably too. Who knows? Who knows? It's like, I've been taking martial arts for so long, I might as well be able to do that, or I should at least be able to do that. Yeah. Before I drop dead, turn the gun on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that could work. Yeah, because you're not going to die right away from the bullets. Unless they shoot no, you. No, you usually die right away from the bullets. 
usually got about 30 seconds to a minute to work with before you drop. Yeah, well, that's a, at that point, it's all over, and then it's like, yeah, okay. But at least I got it, got to do it before they, uh, before uh, I get sentenced to my eternity in hell. And then installed puppet shills for Big Pharma's boosters with hard sell, warning of impending death for those who don't comply. Okay, is this the first article? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, let's go into this. Don't believe you dudes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, okay, we're all gonna die, but okay, we've been all told we're all gonna die for the past two years. I don't think it's any different than it was two years ago. So, if we were gonna die two years ago, maybe we'll die. Okay, and then I got a plan on, you know, like when do I kill the Christian before I die? But okay, I'm not gonna let you doom and gloom me to the point of fear. Meanwhile, those who received the jab will be spared, Biden proclaimed. Yeah, I don't buy this. I don't buy this. I, I just don't buy this shit at all. I think they're just going to have worse immune systems and they're eventually going to die. And I'm going to build up my goddamn immunity and fucking... Maybe I'll survive, maybe I won't, but uh, fuck it. I'm let, not letting some fucking doctor hurt me with a needle because, you know, when they're just trying to fuck up everybody's immune system and kill a bunch of people at one time, otherwise they wouldn't be giving people so much free shit to take these shots. And then he's going on shilling about Omicron, the least deadly version of coronavirus yet. Yeah, yeah, but they want to push that fear. I want to send a direct message to the American people. Due to the steps we've taken, Omicron has not yet spread as fast as it would have otherwise done and is happening in Europe. But it's here now, and it's spreading, and it's going to increase, Biden claimed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death if you're unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm, he added. Okay. If that was the case, then that could have happened any time in the last two years. You know, it's like I was thinking, okay, my death is coming at some point. What do I have to do if it gets that bad? I remember thinking that in, I don't know, March when it first happened and thinking that at some point in October. You know, at what point do I stab the Christian if, uh, you know, before I before I get sentenced to hell? <laughs> But there's good news. If you're vaccinated and you had your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death, period. <laughs> Look at these absolutes 
in pure certainties he's shooting out of his ass. Yeah, you know, kind of, kind of uh, a bit wacky. And there's been no evidence to back up what he's claiming. Yeah, or almost two years ago, two year, a year, and how many months? March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Year and nine months. If it, you know, like it could have happened in the past year and nine months. <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying your, your doom and gloom shit. So much for healthy living or natural immunity. I guess it's all over for all those people who've been medically advised not to get vaccinated. I don't know. It, 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 does anybody see the fat lady singing? Not yet. Okay, so it's not all over yet. The fat lady's not singing. Elsewhere during the press conference, Biden bungled the number of booster jabs and had to be aided by Dr. Fauci. Oh, God, and chicken fuckers over there with Biden saying his more bullshit. Yeah, with his hand up his ass. Nah, he got his hand on his dick uh, looking at a picture of some chickens. <laughs> yeah, 57, excuse me, 570, excuse me, I don't want to read. I'm not sure I got the right number, Biden stammered. The total number of boosters is what? Damn, this sounds like a school math problem. 57 million Fauci chimed in. 57 million boosters, 1 million a day, Biden continued. Okay. That's how much they're sending out to people? or? Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of sheep, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not one of them. I'm not going bad, bad, bad. I thought, like, like the whole vaccine thing has completely lost its efficacy to me after they started, especially after they started talking about two shots don't work, but three does. Yeah, man. They're just, they just keep upping the numbers. Like, okay, it's been this many months. Have you gotten another shot? You know, fuck you. It's Christmas time. And we'll be in line for a booster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, they, they can all sing, I'll be dead by Christmas. You can count on that. The, Omic the Omicron variant will flush me out like a rat. I'll be dead by Christmas. That's the way it seems. If you think I'll still be alive by Christmas, which is only a week away, it's only in your dreams. 
Right on, right on. One eighteen Oxford Avenue. Biden said he'd follow up Thursday remarks with a televised press conference Friday, where oh, he'll great. discuss the vaccine booster effort in more detail. Oh God! Another fear. Another fear-pushing fucking speech tomorrow. God, we're going to be covering this shit tomorrow? God damn it. I don't know if I want to cover this tomorrow. Fuck. Nah. What new doom and gloom can he fucking have to say? Unless we do what he tells us to. God damn Earlier this year, former Pfizer Vice President and Chief Science Officer Dr. Michael Yadon warned COVID variants in booster shots or top-up vaccines could be used as a means of mass-scale depopulation. Well, that's what they're doing. That's what it seems like to me. I think he's right. I think he's the one telling the truth. But okay, let's go through more more of this. That's the end of the article. And apparently Biden is trying to get vaccines approved for children under five. Oh, great. Yeah, hurt the little babies with your needle. Yeah, that's what they did when I was a kid. Some of my worst memories. And the next story is CEC warns Americans not to get Johnson and Johnson shot over blood clot risk. Okay. So the one good shot they're saying don't take because the blood clot thing. But you know, but their shit's just bad. Or almost as bad or what is Yeah. Certainly. Should we go more in, should we go more into this? Yeah. Okay. CDC advisors back use of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines over Johnson and Johnson. Then I guess if I'll be dead by Christmas, it's a week and two days I got left to live, I guess. <laughs> a panel of debt of health advisors to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention voted Thursday unanimously that adults seeking boosters should go with Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna vaccine rather than Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices voted 15-0 that the mRNA vaccines are preferred 
to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because they're safest and most effective vaccines. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky is expected to decide whether to adopt the panel's advice as agency policy later today. <laughs> oh, to... oh, boy. Yeah, so it sounds like they're getting ready to try and ban fucking Johnson & Johnson. Okay. More weirdness. The only one that was like somewhat like a normal vaccine. Yeah. But okay. You picture that from you know, the only one that's somewhat normal is the one you're gonna ban. So okay, but either way, they all fuck you up. But okay, fuck you, Rochelle Walensky. The panel will listen to presentations by CDC officials on thrombosis and thrombocytopenia syndrome, which U.S. drug regulators say has a casual relationship with the jab. Or causal. A casual relationship. A causal. So causal, okay. Yeah, if it was casual, it's like, hey, hey, hypodermic needle. You going anywhere? Do you live around here often? Yeah, Maybe you'd like to take me home. For some casual, unprotected intercourse. Yet my arm and your and your needle. That's the only kind they'll let us have nowadays. <laughs> Talk about getting fucked with a needle. Damn. And when I the know needle if comes. Ever tried a vaginal injection. And when the needle comes, it shoots you full of vaccine. Damn, it hurts. Oh, stuck you again. Oh, stuck you again. I don't need to stick you again. It's not it's not in the right place. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna put my needle right down your snatch, baby. It hurts. <laughs> yeah, the syndrome is a combination of blood clots and low blood platelet levels. Concern over patients getting the syndrome after getting the vaccine led to a near nationwide pause in administering the shot in the spring, but the pause was lifted after the Food and Drug Administration determined the benefits of the vaccine outweighed the risks. Don't believe you. (laughs) Okay, so maybe they won't make the decision. Who knows? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, they might, though, because the CDC said it, so everything they say they wind up going along with, I don't know. Since then, more evidence has emerged linking the syndrome to the vaccine. Okay. 
Researchers with the CDC last month found people who got the Johnson & Johnson shot were far more likely to experience the syndrome when compared to people who got a Moderna or Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. But the people who got those vaccines are also getting the same shit, I think. Well, it's usually heart inflammation. Oh, it's heart inflammation. Okay, never mind. Okay, so if you get the Johnson & Johnson, you'll get the, the thrombosis and the blood clots. If you get the Pfizer or the Moderna, then you'll get the heart inflammations. Help me inflammation, get me Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, okay. The reporting rate to the vaccine adverse event reporting system. A system run by the CDC and the FDA was 3.55 per million doses administered for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine compared to 0.0057 per million doses administered after one of the other vaccines. The rate was the highest among women aged 30 to 39. All right, ready to go to the next article? COVID vaccine manufacturers worried refugees could sue them following adverse reactions. BuzzFeed staff test positive for COVID despite masks. Vaccine passports and triple jabs. Wait, say that again? The news organization BuzzFeed staff test positive for COVID despite masks. Oh, okay. All that shit. Okay. Is this a new article? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess should we go into this? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay, let's go to the next article. But here's all these people that are taking, doing all the shit the government wants them to do, and they're still getting this, this, uh, they're still getting coronavirus. So I don't believe that any of this shit is doing anything but depopulating the planet, really. Parents blast teachers for coaching daughter into secret trans identity behind their backs. Okay, who are they blasting? Teachers. Okay. I don't know. I guess, I don't know. 
uh, yeah, let's go into the, and I'm just trying to figure out who, who's talking to who and trying to get them to be, uh, I don't know, gay or whatever. That much. How'd your day run? Yeah, it sucked. Lack of pussy problems? Yeah, same thing. Same... Same life I don't want to live. What'd you do today? I just, uh... Mostly listen to music on the phone. Uh, talked to a couple of my friends uh, called the uh, people here, but I called uh, Jerry because I knew or I thought, yeah, 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 go, go. You thought what? Frank Zappa and my friend uh, Jerry does a, a, a rap about Frank Zappa and uh, I, I thought it was going to be on tonight but I guess uh, I don't know maybe it might have closed the station again or something because it, it was open because I, I called the station number and they answered so I thought they were broadcasting from the station but uh, we still got him doing Wednesday afternoon or Reverend Dan doing Wednesday afternoon, so Jerry was on Wednesday afternoon. But, you know, I didn't know that because I haven't had a radio, you know, since uh, my stuff got stolen. I probably won't get my clothes all bought. You know, because that's the next, you know, first thing I want to get my, get the clothes, you know, get all the clothes back or the type of clothes back that I used to, you know, look look more like myself, which I think is going to take me really three months altogether to do, and then I'm going to try to get a radio after that. So I think I probably won't be able to get a radio till like March now, I'm thinking. But uh, we'll see what goes on. But uh, talked to Jerry, and he told me about, you know, like what went down and all that. We just talked, then I talked to... Uh, old friend uh, Mike Shields and we talked about shit and it was talked on the phone and then uh, went and uh, you know ate ate munchies and uh, I don't know just uh and then I called you. So. Nice. 
It's all an eventful day at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you ever move into your new place, or? Yep. Oh, right on. So, hey, now all you got to do is go to the uh, meetings now. Yep, and teach martial arts instead. Right on. But at least I got until Wednesday to study because, like, uh, well, let me go through my day first. Like, uh, started with the group meeting. I fucking didn't set my alarm right, so my roommate woke me up. Oh, so you just moved today? Yeah. I got the oh, keys yeah, Wednesday. Well, oh, yeah, I was going to move yesterday, but it was raining, so we said fuck it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so, so what thing did you fuck? <laughs> nothing besides my hand yet. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah, but started off with a group. We, uh, what did we start with? Huh. Can't remember, but... Then we went around the room picking, like, a couple emotions that we had trouble dealing with, and then... Uh, coping skills to deal with them. Uh, well, my thing is, why do you want to cope? No one should want to cope. <laughs> well, for those of us that want to live, you gotta be able to cope to survive with bad things. So, I mean, you shouldn't want to survive. That's just so ridiculous. Hey, you wanted to survive when you were getting pussy. Well, yeah, but that's, you know, but that's what I mean. You know, if things are, if the circumstances are that bad, people shouldn't want to survive. They shouldn't want to cope. Yeah, but my situation ain't that bad, you know. No, it's that bad, dude. Your life, I, I feel extremely sorry for you. <laughs> Just because I haven't fucked a girl. Yes. Well, my other friend is talking about killing himself over a girl, so I'm not fucking, I'm not complaining about being a virgin. Okay. I don't know, I was, and, you know, if he kills himself over a chick, that's a good thing. Then he can get out of this shithole world. And I was just thinking about that today, because when I was thinking about, uh, when, I, when I was thinking about uh, Joe Biden's doom and gloom speech, it's like, okay, what's going to happen to me because I don't want to take your shot is, is, after the extreme illness is death, then good! That'll solve my problems. I can get the fuck out of this fucking world. That'll be a good thing. As long as you're not getting puss. Exactly. <laughs> so your your whole reason to die is extremely mercurial. Well, yeah, but you know, it's like uh 
way the government is trying to make it so hard to, to fucking live the life I want to live, it's like, it uh, makes a lot of sense. Like, I would much rather not want to fuck a chick <laughs> and then fucking or not have a overwhelming drive to fuck a chick and save myself the potential torment of fucking some girl breaking my heart and making me want to commit suicide. I don't know. I mean, the torment was just as heavy before I had my first girlfriend. I mean, every day was, you know, like a pretty fucked up thing before I, before I fucked my first girlfriend. I just, uh, really wish that whatever happened in my life before that happened, it didn't happen. One of my room, well, one of my fellow apartment livers is out in the hallway yelling. Yeah, right on. These fucking walls are thin. I had to go buy some fucking earplugs. Yes, it's that bad. Yeah, it's just, it's a hole-in-the-wall apartment. Uh, no, I mean, I, there was an apartment that was around here when I was with this, this woman for about a month that was, that lived kind of near where, I, where I'm at now. Not quite as close, but somewhat near there. I think she lived even closer to UCLA, or USC, I should say. And... Uh, I don't know. She she was near some Mexican market. They used to like go. She used to go buy stuff at this Mexican market, and their fish department. Their fish smelled nasty as fuck. Like you'd go by their fish department, and it's like, God damn it, who's on their period today? <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like her house was like the walls were that bad that you could really hear everybody. Like when you're outside. You could hear, like, everybody's apartment outside the room, like, in in the hallway. Like, I can't like, hear TV, particularly... Like, it was, like, still happening in your, in your house when you were in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, like, I can hear people out in the hallway, not necessarily in their apartments. Uh, Although I do hear knocking on shit. See, I heard people's apartments from the hallway of that building. And that was like, God damn, you can hear everything that goes on everywhere. And then after group, uh, moved my shit. Worked on another rap song for a little bit. Uh, Ordered some sharks, like a Philly cheesesteak with fries. They fucked up my order and didn't. Guess they didn't get your order? No, they didn't give me my drink. So they completely refunded my order. All right, huh? And gave me a $7 credit. Yeah, so that was sweet. Cool. 
And then moved my shit, went to go get my stuff from my mom's house that I left over there. My nephew helped me move the stuff and put it in the truck. And me and the house manager, Will, we moved the shit into the apartment. So that was good. And then I vegged out for a few hours laying on the floor in my sleeping bag. I got an appointment for, well, at least to get my furniture voucher Monday. So it's all a waiting game. And then, like, uh, I went to City Recovery tonight. You know, people were happy that I got into a place and stuff. But, uh... Like, it was pretty much a lead. Like, this chick gave a lead. You know, she was just talking about heavy shit and drug use. Mainly alcohol and weed. Uh-huh. But then, like, after the the uh, meeting, she actually came up and gave me a $100 visa. Visa? Wow. Yeah, so okay. I used that to pay for my internet to start up my internet service. So they're coming to install my internet on uh, Wednesday. Right. I still don't get like how they all these people think weed was is a problem. You know? Weed wasn't really a problem. Alcohol was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she quit going for weed because it was hard to get a hold of, or it was a hassle to get a hold of. Yeah, yeah, but, but uh, sometimes it is. I mean, that's the thing about the places where it's illegal that is the big pain in the ass. Yeah, it's dealing with your local neighborhood dealer and their yeah, bullshit yeah. schedule. Yeah. They never have it when you know when you need it around then. You know, like now the, the the dispensaries are there. You don't have to worry so much. It's like if you need some weed, you can just go there and get it. And it's not you know what it was before. Yeah, too true. So I was thankful for that. You know, I was like, cool. Now I ain't gonna be particularly tight this for the rest of the month. I was worried I was gonna have no, to. I thought that had. I had. I thought that had something to do with somebody sticking that uh, that uh, that wooden dildo with the splinters up your ass. Nah, no dildo with splinters. No. Okay. Well, you know, you said it wasn't as tight, so. I think the splinters would have made it swell up, so it would have been even tighter. Oh, okay. Man, taking a shit through a swollen asshole, that'd be a mission. 
that mission every time I take a shit, so who knows? How so? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just like thinking, you know, like if uh, whatever they say happens to you if you've got prostate cancer or something. <laughs> yeah, that's how my grandpa died. That from the cancer? Yeah, prostate cancer. Got right in. Yeah, you got to escape this world. Hey. Cool. Man, he had a good run. He died when he was like 80-something. Got some Burger King, although it was a little embarrassing because I didn't have enough money on my card, so Will had to pay for the food. But then I called my mom, and she sent me 20 bucks, and then I paid him back real quick. Cool. You know, I'm probably going to sell, sell some food stamps. Yeah, to, to get right for what? Yeah, just so it's not as tight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you might need to use the uh, the big dildo there. Or the butt plug. Yeah, I don't know if that'll make it wide enough. <laughs> That's usually what butt plugs are for. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I thought if it was plugging it up, that then it wouldn't be so wide. Yeah, like uh, butt plugs are like gauges for your asshole. Huh? Okay, I don't get it. But, you know, I never understood the gay shit, so. No, gauges. You haven't watched very kinky porn, have you? No, I'm not like I'm not like really into that whole thing. Like anal beads and shit like that. I've heard of that shit. Yeah, but like... I still like don't get like I don't get that whole thing. <laughs> Nah, but like, uh, you know how people put gauges in their ears? Nah, never heard that one either. <laughs> I thought you were a metalhead, man. That's what all the rockers well, no, and metalheads I mean, do, or a lot of them. I did earplugs when I was playing in bands, but... <laughs> okay, so gauges are... Like, you know, you get your ear pierced, but... Gauges stretch your ear holes out. Like they have different size gauges, and then it stretches your ears out. Okay, well, I never really got into the the earring shit. Like that part of the that that whole fashion statement never made much sense to me. <laughs> yeah, but 
Like, that's what the butt plug thing is. Like, they have different sized butt plugs, so they stretch your asshole out. Oh, okay. Okay. Now we get it. I learned something new today. <laughs> in trying to do a joke about the pun about the, your choice in wording, I learned something new that I probably didn't want to know. Alright. And then I'm talking to you after I paid for my internet. Uh, I had to pay a hundred bucks down to get them to do it. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. Fuck my credit score, man. Uh oh. That's not good. Yeah, they're charging an arm and a leg for installation. Damn. But basically, it was free money, so I just gotta pay my next month's rent, which should be about 50. Fifty fifty five. Well, my uh, internet bill. Cool. So, any new news on on trying to get your back pay? Or talking to those people? Uh, yeah, they basically said that. Uh, well, I don't know if I said this yesterday, but basically, they said that. They just have to turn in a report to the guy's boss. Well, the case manager has to turn in a report to the guy's boss and get it approved for my back pay to get released. And then you just gotta make get on the case manager's ass to make sure he turns in the report. Yeah, pretty much, but my lawyer was saying give him a month, a month and a half to do it. I'm like, fuck that, man. Yeah, it could take that long. I mean, if a lawyer thinks that, then that's probably real. When's this dude leaving? In probably 14 days now. Okay, so you got to wait till you get your next case manager to get this done then? If there's another case manager. Okay, why wouldn't there be another case manager? I don't know. A lot of people ain't working right now. What? A lot of people ain't working right now. Okay, I don't know. I mean, you know, this is the government. The government always finds... They want to get people to get their shit. They're always going to find case managers. So I don't know. Like, I don't know whether to tell you to, like, make sure he does the report before he leaves or... What the... There's not really much I can do at this point. Damn, that sucks. I guess you see... I don't know, who who did you call to get your first case manager? Nobody. They were assigned to me. Okay, but how did they get assigned to you? Well, uh... Don't know. 
shit. I don't know. I'd at least call the dude to find out how you could make sure you get another case manager when he leaves. I can try and check into it Monday. Uh, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. I'm Kyle Chaos. And today so we're... Where are we starting today? Uh, InfoWars. We'll do about yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because we didn't do that much yesterday. Yeah, I was just fucking tired. Indeed. Well, I shouldn't be very tired today because I drank an energy drink. Uh, and some coffee before I left the meeting. Well. It sucks because I only have this phone with internet on it for data. Mm-hmm. So we won't be able to listen to any videos uh, or audio. What happened to your, your, uh, your other phone or whatever? Oh, because you don't have internet. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I got it. Or, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so we can't can't do videos until after the, uh, after you get uh, your next phone, I guess, or your next, uh, after your internet comes in. Yeah, which ain't going to be till Wednesday. Right on. Okay. Which is a bitch. That's like four fucking days. Okay, hopefully InfoWars comes up because my internet's kind of slow. Right on. Well, hopefully we, hopefully it comes up like your Burger King food did. <laughs> uh, Burger King's staying down so far. Okay, well that's good then. I usually don't have much acid reflux. Not lately. Yeah, okay. And oh, here's an NBC article that popped up on my carousal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says... Come on, you 
slow asshole. Oh, God, the TV news is doing so much fear mongering. It's not even funny. Like the next past two days, it's like it's before the holidays. How do we scare everybody out of doing Christmas? You know. Yeah, and we they said they're for the next shit that we're ever getting canceled and shit. Yeah, they said they're already starting to close down colleges because of Omicron. Yeah, I wonder if that's what happened with the with the radio station that I was in. They're going back to the that shit. That's why uh, my friend did his thing on Wednesday afternoon again. Damn. I haven't had a radio since, you know, since August, so <laughs> really September, but I didn't have a chance to listen to it because they couldn't, you know, I didn't, I'm trying to think what else was, uh, was happening to me at that point. Oh yeah, because my plugs were, my plugs were in the, uh. I think, yeah, and my plugs were in the luggage bag, so I had the radio, but I didn't have the plug. <laughs> well, here's a bullshit title. Full vaccination against COVID-19 and a breakthrough infection builds super immunity. Study finds. Yeah, no, no, this is what... Fauci was like going on to this. That's why it's important. You really don't get your, you know, you, you build up your immune system until after the third shot. And it's like, oh, you are so full of crap. And I'm just like listening to this, like, you really think we're going to believe this shit? Uh, they know a lot of people are believing this shit. A million people are getting their third shot every day. Yeah, no. This is just like I'm just I'm just I'm just watching the the sheep being stupider and stupider as as, as it goes on, and it's like God. It's Christmas time. We'll be in line for a booster. I'm still wondering where because I've heard that melody before. It's like comes from some song. And I'm trying to remember what the song was that that melody came up. I mean, it's like, it was a big song at some point, and I'm trying to remember what that fucking melody is. Like, what that song is that the melody came from. The world may never know. Propaganda is getting to us, and every, all these dumb people are believing it. And then they say the same thing about us that don't believe their shit, but I don't know. Man, it's fucked up. I gotta buy a fucking pole for my shower curtain because my apartment didn't come with it. I did not uh, notice that when I fucking walked through. Uh, okay. Damn. 
where they sell that, like Home Depot and shit, or? I could probably get it from Walmart. Okay. I saw them on Amazon. Okay. Um, no, I'm betting they're at at Walmart. January 6th committee postpones deposition for conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Yeah, uh, okay. Wonder why that happened. But okay. And that should go into this? Yeah, we go into it a little bit. Yeah. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th riot has postponed its scheduled deposition or deposition of noted conspiracy theorist and right-wing internet personality Alex Jones, according to an aide for the panel. Jones, who was expected to appear before the committee on Saturday and received a subpoena last month, has been engaging with investigators, the aide said. While the committee aide did not say if Jones' deposition has been rescheduled, the postponement suggests that he or his attorney is at least communicating with the panel rather than defying the subpoena outright. This from InfoWars. Nah, this is like a Google. Oh, okay. And it's letter. Cool. They're my favorite foods. Yeah, I need to go on too. Holy shit. In its letter informing Jones You listening? In its letter informing Jones that he had been subpoenaed, the committee cited press reports and his own statements to claim the InfoWars host worked with January 6th rally organizers. Cindy Chaffian and Caroline Wren in facilitating a donor now known to be Julie Fancelli, to provide what he characterized as 80% of the funding for the rally held on the Ellipse on January 6th. Chafin has been subpoenaed by the committee and Wren met with investigators on Friday. 
The committee also stated in its letter last month that Jones was denied a speaking spot at the January 6th rally, but his previous comments indicate he was designated to lead a march to the Capitol where President Trump would meet the group. The committee acknowledged specifically that once at the Capitol, Jones told people not to be violent. Gather and wait for Trump to speak, even though Trump never came to the Capitol. The committee said the location where Jones told people to wait coincided with the same place that stopped the steel rally. Organizer Ali Alexander obtained a permit for that day. In March, CNN reported that police in Washington, D.C. were investigating an allegation that Jones threatened to push another pro-Trump political organizer off an event stage in December, according to people familiar with the incident. The allegation was filed with D.C. police by Kylie Jane Kremer, Executive Director of the organization Women for America First that helped organize a series of post-election rallies, including one in a park south of the White House that preceded the Capitol riot on January 6th. Kremer was previously subpoenaed by the Select Committee. The alleged threat occurred outside the Willer Intercontinental Hotel, located about two blocks from the White House, according to the police report. The Willard served as an election-related command center for Trump allies around January 6th, and the committee has expressed significant interest in learning more about what was happening there at the time. And that's the end of the article. Okay. So you're looking at your, what do you call it? It was just like the carousal, like, because at at the top of my phone where it gives uh, updates and alerts, that was there. Okay. The Demented Divider-in-Chief's Commencement Hypocrisy. Okay. I still don't know if I'd call him that, but... The division is good to me, but... Okay. Okay, yeah, let's go into this article. So this is the first one from InfoWars? Yeah. 
President Biden's commencement speech at South Carolina State University was a minefield of outright lies, misinformation, far-left fantasies, and dementia-riddled bad craziness. Okay, we'll see. Media said some lies. Biden... We'll see if the things that... that the info wars people think whether lies or lies to me or not. Biden goaded on by the mainstream media and his helpers exists in an alternate universe where the horrors of racial inequality rain down on black Americans with the same intensity as the end of the reconstruction. Well, I don't know if it's the same intensity, but it is happening. You can't say it's not. And while he was at it, Biden made scientific predictions that had no basis in fact or scientific terms. But Sleepy Joe is not alone. I don't know. What did he predict? But okay, what does the article say? He's surrounded. He is surrounded by dementia-riddled sociopaths. America cannot okay. continue on its current race to world war and totalitarianism led by senior citizens, milking taxpayers for every dime while feeding on an imaginary bottomless wellspring of tyrannical power. Okay, kind of true, but I mean, still, this is like so much opinion so far that it's like. Well, it's too bad we can't listen to the video. Yeah, no, that's all right. What else does the article say? Because so far, this is all like opinion. Uh, It's not like. Nothing. Like it's a video. Oh, so we can't see the video, but okay, that's what it says. That doesn't really help us. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Only Santa Claus gets to come into your house, says Sheriff, after homeowner shoots holiday intruder. Okay. How do we know the home that the dude didn't actually shoot Santa? We caught the dude. He's in a red suit. He was trying to break into our house. He was going through the chimney. Yeah, there are reindeer still on the roof. Yeah, they were trying to do a smash. Santa Claus was trying to do a smash grab. That's why he had that big bag over his shoulder. But okay, what did the what did the article say? Suspect shot three times upon entering home after throwing flower pot through homeowner's glass back door. Yeah, sounds like an easy way to get your ass capped. So he got a he got a cap in his ass. Probably. I mean, did he die or did they did they arrest him? What did he with with articles? The Castle Doctrine is very clear in Florida law. 
A person's home is his refuge. The homeowner did exactly what he had a right to do, Sheriff said. A Florida sheriff praised a homeowner for shooting a burglar who broke into his home amid the holiday season. According to reports, recidivist Stephen Stilwell, 42, was shot around 12.50 p.m. <laughs> Broad fucking daylight. <laughs> what an idiot. Well, a lot of people break in in daylight in daytime because that's when people are working. So that's the best time to go steal shit. Uh, I always did my capering at night. They were asleep. After he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. He's gonna break into your house because he look because he's looking for presents to take. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Smash and grab thieves coming to town. <laughs> Well, it was more grab and less smash. Yeah, those, well, you know. those motherfuckers left their cars wide open in Colorado. If you decide to take a piece, you know, if you decide to take a piece of ass while you're while you're doing your your your, your, your robbery, then, then it can really be you know smash and grab. Nah, not into the rape. I know it. I was just thinking. The whole idea of more grab and less smash. Or sexual assault. <laughs> no, that's the end. Isn't that more grab and less smash? It's like I'm going to rob you, grab your ass and tits while I'm at it. Happy uh, holidays. Yeah. You know, that makes a robbery a lot more, a lot more. A lot more uh, happy you know, when, when you got a pair of tits to grab while you're robbing somebody's shit. You know. That's when the homeowner said he shot the suspect three times. A Polk County Sheriff's Office press release noted the homeowner's firearm was legally owned, though they did not describe the type of firearm. When deputies arrived, the homeowner immediately turned his firearm over and directed them to the suspect, who was lying on the floor of the living room of the home, the press release stated. Stillwell was transported to a local hospital where he's currently in stable condition, so... Nah, he just got a cat busted in his ass. Oh, okay. He lived to well, tell the be, tale. If he was in stable condition, they, they would have been putting him in a barn or something, you know? Yeah, with all right, the like, other when you're in stable animals. condition, that's like when you're having sex with one of the sheep or something. <clears throat> yeah, they put him in there with the rest of the dirty animals. So 
that means I guess it's time to squeal like a pig. Then they're like, wee! Wee! <laughs> well, when we said you were going to go wee, wee, wee all the way home, we meant it. <laughs> Damn, Earth. You're the newest pig at our stable. Some people call it. Some people call it licking the chocolate syrup out of somebody's ass, but I just call it eating shit. That was so bad, it was funny. You know, it just gets worse today. I'm still not very feeling very creative. Or maybe I am. I don't know, I can't tell. They say it's... They say it's tossing salad, but with a little bit of jelly, it's a fruit salad. Mm-hmm. Well, since there's not too many women come here in prison, you know, there's, there's all we get is fruit salad here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fruit salad. Now that's a, cr- a tossed fruit salad. Mm-hmm. Ow! Let me hear you say ow. Ow! 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 ow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Police also recovered a shotgun belonging to Stillwell in the homeowner's backyard. Not only did he break in, he had a piece too. Well, after he got to prison. Yeah, a piece of man, John. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd commented Stillwell, who's a convicted felon, was not welcome. Unlike this season's expected visitor, Chris Kringle. Is he coming in on a spaceship this time? He's a visitor? 
He's lucky to be alive, Judd said. Only Santa Claus gets to come into your house and Santa Claus is invited. Yeah, like, if somebody's going to give you stuff, would you tell them, I'm sorry, dude, you can't come here. That sack of stuff you had, you know, all those presents, you know, no. Uh, no, you were going to give me something crappy for Christmas, so never mind. You were just going to give me underwear and socks, so shit. Yeah, if it's a black Chris Kringle, and it's a racist, I think his presence would be unwelcome. So I remember well, yeah. this racist dude in Colorado. I would, before I knew he was racist, I would offer to smoke him up weed for free, and he'd be like, nope. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know where it was my brain at with this. It's like, uh, I don't know. That's it, just a. Uh, I, I can just, I can just picture. I'm not letting my daughter sit on your lap. <laughs> And with that huge bulb sticking out. And then Santa'd be like, ho, 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 it's just my whooping stick. And you stop calling my daughter a hoe. While an investigation into the shooting is still underway, the base the base sheriff went on to laud Florida's castle doctrine for protecting a citizen's right to defend their home using lethal force if necessary. Okay. The evidence in this case at this point indicates that the suspect illegally forced his way into the home. The homeowner did exactly what he had a right to do. I commend him for protecting himself and defending his home. I'm thinking of that scenario. You know, like a... I don't know. Would they, would they start like doing songs like I Saw Daddy Lynching Santa Claus? I don't know. I saw mommy shoot Santa Claus. What the hell? You take your candy cane out of my daughter's mouth. It's a chocolate candy cane. Which I've actually had those before, and they're not that good. Mm. Well, it's like chocolate flavored and shit. Mm. 
Judd added he recommends citizens get guns and learn to use them because when seconds count, cops are minutes away. It'll do our job for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What a statement. <laughs> seconds counts, they're still not minutes away. <laughs> what a weird, what a trippy statement. Yeah, when seconds count, top to, time to raise the body count. <laughs> yeah. I tell folks to get a gun, learn how to use it safely, and load it. Judd said, you can dial 911 all day long, but when that guy's coming through the back door on you, we can't get there in time. We just want you to know, you call us, it's going to take a long time before we show up. We really don't give a shit. Not to mention, he's coming in the back door, ladies. Watch out. Mm. You might want that to happen, baby. Especially if you're a really dirty girl. Mm -hmm. Talk about a backdoor Santa. Backdoor pounding. Mm hmm. Talk about fudge packing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You already assumed the position when Santa came through the chimney. And then he came through your chimney. <laughs> Getting soot on him the whole way. Well, now Santa's got a chocolate yeah. candy cane. Uh-huh. I was thinking the upside down uh, bat pole. <laughs> Santa gives the ladies Christmas themed dildo. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Nothing like a Rudolph dildo in your pussy. Mm. Well, it has that warm red uh, red nose on it. It's... All right, ready to go to the next article? Okay, let's go to the next article. <laughs> De Blasio's pitch to unvaxxed 
Yeah, I don't even want to. Okay, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Okay, I guess we'll see like what his comment. You know, like. All right, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. And today we covered some pretty solid news. Okay, so what are we doing now? Uh, doing the outro. Okay, so you're done? Yeah. Okay, so you're getting tired. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah. Tune in and find out next time and find out how how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with. Like those people that were uh, uh, walking out of the airplane with the dude that was wearing the... uh, a woman's panties on his head instead of the mask, or like, uh, oh, there, there's one other example of people, all the people in Ireland that are trying to fight against uh, the uh, lockdowns there, and, and uh, yeah, they're fighting against the lockdowns there. It's okay. I think that's it. Good, I hear you, hippies. Well, this hippie's bailing. Alright, peace out. Peace out. Yeah, my phone went dead. Yeah, okay. I thought it was I thought it had more power than that. Damn. So are we recording? Are we giving up? What are we doing? Uh we're recording. Okay. So before your phone went out, which I kinda think the government might have had something, I am defying what they call justice and morality. <laughs> Because they're doing this all in the name of justice and morale. They're taking our freedom in the name of in, in the name of justice and morality. And you know, we should be saying we should be defying their what they call justice and what they call morality. You're not going to, uh, you know, if your laws are, are are laws to push justice and morality, then I'm going to defy all your laws. But okay, let's go on to the next, uh, or I don't know, are, are we still in the same article, are we still in the middle of the article, or what are we doing? Well, we gotta go back over the shit, cause the audio got lost. Oh, we lost the whole thing, so we gotta start over again. Yeah, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show, I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. Okay, so we're doing a story on... Do we De Blasio's, did we cover any other stories? De Blasio's okay, so, so, pitch to the unvaccinated. Your paycheck depends on it. And so does your ability to enjoy life. Yeah. Now this is De Blasio's being such a fucking pig on this shit. This is just really lame. 
he's you know and it's de blasio and gavin you know later on they're going to cover gavin newsom being a pig and biden being a pig and they're all just trying to push this tyranny on us all at one time and and uh i don't know uh you know where, where are you at with this right now or what yeah, we should just skim in and cover the highlights. Okay, well, the main highlight is, like, de Blasio is getting off on making our lives unenjoyable to force his shit down our throats, you know, kind of like the way the L.A. City Council people have done to us. And uh, it's why we should make sure that these things can't be enforceable. This is a fucked up, fucked up set of laws. It's dirt. This is just we can't let this this stuff be enforceable. And uh, you know they're saying, oh, we're gonna, I don't know. And, and then I don't know. Should we get like what would you say is the worst stuff De Blasio said besides? And did we cover it or? Well, he basically said that the more mandates and the more leadership they'll get a lot more people vaccinated we'll do anything if we have a gun pointed at our head (laughs) to to force it if they can force us to do anything that's his whole like way of looking at it but we should say no we're going to make sure that you can't force anybody to do any of this shit we won't let the, these new changes, extreme changes for the worst that you put together, uh, be enforceable. And no, we're, you know, okay, so yeah, so that's de Blasio. And then we had Gavin Newsom, you know, pushing his max mask mandate. Oh, because of the, the Omicron variant we got and because the 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 vaccines don't really work so we got to make everybody wear a mask but we still want you to shoot you know get these shots that don't really work you know they they just they they just do nothing but destroy your immune system yeah gavin newsom even admitted in 48 cases in california we've identified the vast majority the overwhelming majority have been fully vaccinated. Yeah. So then why are you telling us to get the shot if it's not working? And even then, you're still not going to stop the mask mandates. You know, this is getting ridiculous. So, and then, and then, uh, uh, the worst was what Biden was saying. Because he's against freedom. He's saying he's against freedom. Why should we be patriots to a government that's now against freedom? Why should we be patriots to the new social, the new Soviet Union? The new, the new USSR. Like, Anyway, so, so what, what was Biden's statement? Because that was the, the worst part, right? Or one of the worst parts. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, not the vaccinated, the unvaccinated. That's the problem. Everybody talks about freedom, about not to have a shot or have a test. 
Well, guess and what? We should have the freedom to not have to have medical tests, to not have to have the doctors give the proof to hang you with and make you a parasite. God damn it. <laughs> well, a pariah. You're a pariah. Yeah, that's a pariah. Sorry, I used the wrong word. <laughs> parasite. I am a parasite. I already am a parasite. So what the fuck? But, but not to make you a pariah. I used the wrong word there. Well, guess what? How about patriotism? How about you make sure you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anyone else? What now, is... I want to kill as many people as I can in order to get live the old normal, and I'm not going to be a pa- I'm not going to be patriotic to your new USSR America. What about that? What's the big deal? No, it is a big deal. You shouldn't be trying to get. You shouldn't be trying to force everybody to get the proof to, to, to prove that they're a pariah and to, to uh, you know, you shouldn't be trying to force everybody to get the proof to hang you with. You know, this is bullshit. All these changes for the worse had this needed to stop. And back in the fall of, of 2018 or summer of 2018, when the, the, the people in power were first starting to come up with this idea as an idea in their head, which maybe was 20 years before that, probably, or more than 20 years before that. No, we shouldn't accept these new changes, these changes for the worst that have happened on and on since the, the, the you know, all, we just shouldn't accept any more of these changes for the worst. The government's gone too far. We, we can't let this, these new laws be, be enforceable. And then the hellish humanitarian crisis on the border. Okay, yeah. So this is this is really an article that's uh, really just like a why you should hate Mexicans article. Like to me, this article was complete bullshit to me. To me, but uh, you know, I guess some dudes like uh, you know. Uh, Mexican and El Salvadorian and and Guatemalan and Nicaraguan immigrants uh, taste just like chicken, especially uh, if you grill them and put some lime sauce on them and some some marinade on them. (laughs) Some people call it cannibalism, but I call it long pork. But okay, uh, I don't know. Do you really want to? What do you want to do with this article? Because well, we can just cover the highlights of it. Okay, what are the highlights? Because to me, this was just all a bunch of bullshit for racist dudes that don't like Mexicans. Well, two million. Uh, Mexicans and all that came over the border this year. Okay. Which is the population of a small city. Okay. 
And then uh, they're going to have uh, ankle monitors put on the Mexicans and uh, give them Obama phones. Okay, well, ankle monitors are fucked up. I'm, I'm against monitoring of anybody, period. Nobody should be monitored, period. That's just screwed up. And it's a policy that Trump started, but now Biden Biden, is doing it. He's continuing a lot of the bullshit that Trump started as far as putting ankle monitors on people and stuff. And then when the podcast uh, went off, we were covering a dozen United Airlines customers walk off flight in solidarity with man removed for using panties as a mask. Which that was pretty cool. Well, and he was using like, a thong, you know, not panties. When the laws are ridiculous, we got to be as ridiculous as the laws are and be a good form of entertainment. And people will hopefully get it or people will hopefully understand it. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, at least this dude tried to fight the bullshit. Yeah, he was wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt, a thong on his face. He had been on 24 flights previously wearing a thong as a mask, and nobody said shit to him. It's like if, if you were wearing full, you know, like women's panties that weren't a thong, you know, at least you could like smell what, what, uh, smell the chick you fucked last night. But, you know, the, the thongs, there isn't enough like covering to do anything. So you can't even smell her really, with, you know, if she wore a thong. <laughs> well, you'd probably mostly smell ass. Yeah, which, you know, that's, that's not the sexy part of it, really. <laughs> Unless you like that kind of thing. <laughs> And then twelve people. Pussy than her ass, really. <laughs> and then twelve people followed him off the airplane in solidarity. Mm-hmm. And then citizens. Anyway, and, 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 oh, there, there was that one comment that he said right before that. That uh, well, I think I already commented on it when we first started the tape. So. But that was like, what was the last? There was something you said. Citizens standing together in defiance of immoral and unjust rules and regulations is one of the best ways to fight back against the Great Reset agenda. I mean, what bothers me is that they're considering these rules and regulations moral and just. And that's why I want to fight against their concept of morality and justice. Because I think their concept of morality and justice is the whole of the problem. That there shouldn't be any laws pushing what they call morality or justice. If, if this is what morality and justice is, we shouldn't want to have anything to do with either one. If morality and justice means we take away your freedom unless you feel some sense of obligation to everybody else around you, then fuck your morality and fuck your justice. 
And then mom double jabbed in third trimester gives birth to baby who died after suffering heart failure, blood clots. Okay, so again, these vaccines aren't safe. So I don't know. Uh, where's your head at on this article? Uh, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay, so you go to so should we go to the next article. Yeah. CDC data, fentanyl overdoses now kill more Americans aged 18 to 45 than COVID, cancer, car accidents, and suicide. Okay, well, I think since the government and the people, the people in power, the multinational corporations, the real estate developers have made our circumstances so bad, like how dare you expect people not to take fentanyl? You know, it's like when you've made the circumstances that bad, then people need something like fentanyl to, to be able to be to be happy or apathetic or at least not you know, or happy to at least, you know, not be in a world where these circumstances aren't really happening. You've made the circumstances this bad. How do you expect people not to take fentanyl? So, I mean, I think, you know, since you've made the circumstances this bad, people in the government, the corporations, and real estate developers, then this is this is the, the amount of, the high amount of overdoses you've created. People need to escape from the world that you've created for us. The circumstances you've created for us. By making the rents this high, by... Uh, you know, women not wanting to be sexualized and objectified by disempowering us so much lately over the past four years or so, five years or so. This is... Uh, how do you expect there not to be a bunch of, uh, a bunch of people that are doing fentanyl? I think they should at least be just smoking weed, not doing some shit that they know good and well can kill them. I don't know. You know, like, I like smoking weed myself. That's my personal drug of choice. But damn it, things are that bad. You know, if I, I, it totally would make sense to me why you would want to do something that could kill you anyway. You know, what do you have to do to make these, to make these, you know, life okay when the, the 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 people in power have just made life so horrible for us and then Mercola the scheming of Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci okay yeah let's go into this one I don't even know what Mercola means <laughs> Story at a glance. Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci have created a formidable public-private partnership 
that wields incredible power over the American public, along with global health and food policies. Inspired by Rockefeller's business model, Bill and Melinda Gates donated $36 billion worth of Microsoft stock to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation between 1994 and 2018. Okay. Gates also created Bill Gates Investments. Which was around when I found out about all this shit that was coming in the future that they were playing starting around 1994 when they were donating all this money to the Bill Gates Foundation. Okay, go on. What was the article saying? Gates also created Bill Gates Investments, which predominantly invests in multinational food, agriculture, pharmaceutical, energy, telecom, and tech companies with global operations. Gates strategically targets BMGF's charitable gifts to give him control of international health and agriculture agencies and the media, allowing him to dictate global health and food. Yeah, no, that's scary that, that Bill Gates has this much power. I mean, when you hear what he believes in, what he believes in is pretty scary. Anyway, what else does the article say? Fauci and Gates met in person, shaking hands in 2000, in an agreement to control and expand the global vaccine enterprise. Yeah, I believe that. Wait, he's still behind all this shit. What else does the article say? Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci have become household names in the U.S. Their largely sterling reputations protected by a heavily biased press. Less known is the deep partnership between the two, the culmination of which has created a formidable public-private partnership that wields incredible power over the American public along with global health and food policies. Yeah. Now, this is scary, scary. What else does the article say? Now Gates contributes to World Health Organization via multiple avenues including the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, as well as Gavi, which was founded by the Gates Foundation in partnership with the World Health Organization, the World Bank, and various vaccine manufacturers. Together, this makes Gates World Health Organization's number one funder. Yeah, now this is all going to help us. Okay, right. what, what Bill Gates is what Microsoft or what's what's his main thing that he uh, his main uh, business his main. I think it was Apple. Are you sure? No. Yeah, no. 
Man, I would, that's, he's a sleazy dude to me, but, uh, okay, uh, what else does the article say? I'm looking up what he created. What's his main company? What's his main business called? Uh, Microsoft. You're yeah, right. that's what I thought. He was a Microsoft dude. All these policies help make Microsoft in their world where everything is virtual uh, pretty uh, huge. Although he doesn't run Microsoft anymore. What does he run now? Or is he just sitting on his money now? Sitting on his money and doing philanthropical stuff, so-called. Okay. But it's all to help the tech industry can, you know, and everybody, everything be forced to be done virtually and, and not, you know, stop all real contact so we're all in this, this Matrix-type world. How Gates controls the World Health Organization. How does a private citizen, not an elected official, gain so much control over a global health agency like World Health Organization? When it well, was like, how does it? How does a, a private? What was the word they used again? How does a, a private citizen uh, get control over the president of the United States? By donating campaign, you know, and by the, and over in Congress and over the courts, by donating to campaigns. When you know, it was, if you're rich, you can have the power, you know, then, then you're the one who pays for who becomes president. You know, then the president does your bidding, the Congress does your bidding, the courts do your bidding. What else does the article say? When it was founded, World Health Organization could decide how to distribute its contributions. Now, 70% of its budget is tied to science, well, specific projects, countries, or regions, which are dictated by the funders. As such, Gates' priorities are the backbone of World Health Organization. And it wasn't a coincidence when he said, WHO, our priorities are your priorities. Yeah. As of 2018, the cumulative cumulative contributions from the Gates Foundation and Gavi made Gates the unofficial top sponsor of the World Health Organization. Even before the Trump administration's 2020 move to cut all his support to the organization. Yeah. And that was that was like a good move he made before he left uh, the presidency, but uh, Biden's done exactly the opposite. So, But, uh, I mean, I've had nightmares of 
Bill Gates and, and shit having to do with him. So yeah, that's to me he's a pretty scary dude. Plus, Gates also routes funding to the World Health Organization through Sage, strategic advisory group of experts, and UNICEF and Rotary International, bringing his total contributions to over one billion. These tax-deductible donations give Gates both leverage and control over international health policy, which he largely directs to serve the profit interest of his pharma partners. Yeah. Further, Gates' vaccine obsession has diverted World Health Organization's program contributions from poverty alleviation, nutrition, and clean water to make vaccine uptake its preeminent public health metric. Yeah, no, that's scary about what the World Health Organization has become from what it once was. I mean, what it once was was a, 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 you know, not a bad thing, but now it's it's become a a world dictatorship. You know, what else does the article say? And Gates is not afraid to throw his weight around. According to Kennedy, the sheer magnitude of his foundation's financial contributions has made Bill Gates an unofficial, albeit unelected, leader of the World Health Organization. And what does Bill Gates look like? Uh, looks a little smarmy and nerdy, gray hair, glasses. No, but like his, what does his body look like? Like, you know, what would you say his, uh, what does his body look like? Skinny fat. Okay, so if he threw all his weight on you, uh, how how much of a crushing would you take? Uh, I don't know, he's tall. I don't know. Like, would you want him to? If you had to do sumo wrestling with Bill Gates, would you want to do that? I'd fuck him up. Okay, but he is throwing all his weight around like a sumo wrestler, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what else does the article uh, say? Fauci's immense power. I think we've covered Fauci in pretty deep depth. Yeah, we know Fauci's. We know chicken fuckers. Uh, you know how much power he has as as an unelected official, and when when uh, when uh, Joe Biden had the Freudian slip under his uh, clothes, uh, and he was saying he calls Fauci Mr. President. <laughs> You know, who's the president? And it's Fauci. That was, I, I really took that serious when I heard that on one of his news conferences a couple weeks ago.
what else does the article say? Uh, that's the end of the article. Okay, so... Boo, Bill Gates, you're lame, dude. You suck. You're someone else who's trying to take away our freedom. Fuck you, Bill Gates. So let's go to the next article. And, you know, it just sucks that the World Health Organization, you know, Bill Gates is putting so much money in the World Health Organization. They've turned that group from uh, a group that was doing good stuff to a group that's just world domination and making pharmaceutical companies rich and pursuing a depopulation agenda more than anything. And uh, it's... uh, It's become a dictatorial, uh, you know, form of all the governments in the world at one time. I mean, this is the bad side of the globalists being in these, of globalism being in these assholes' hands. Which the idea of globalism isn't a bad idea, but in the hands of the people that it's in, it's a horrible idea. And then U.S. blacklists 34 Chinese entities for brain control weaponry. Okay, then, yeah, let's go into this. It says watch live, so it's probably a video. Okay, never mind then. Let's go to the next article. Since we can't watch any videos for a few days. For the next bunch of days worth of shows. Report, school district warns parents of sudden cardiac arrest in grades K through 12. Okay, uh, let's go into this article. Parent who leaked the email believes cardiac arrest linked to COVID vaccines. Okay. I don't know. What's the... Yeah, what what else the article say? A school district in New York informed parents that staff are now required to monitor for signs of cardiac arrest in children according to an email reported by the Gateway Pundit. Mm-hmm. A e- bunch of kids, a bunch of K-12 through 12 kids are having heart attacks now all of a sudden. Okay, so what, what is the, what is the, what else does the article say? Eastport South Manor Central School District in Suffolk County, New York also told parents that a new regulation requires staff to watch for students who exhibit signs and symptoms 
of sudden cardiac arrest, the email stated. Okay. I find it disturbing that they are now bringing on the new medical staff who specialize in sudden cardiac arrest. A parent told the outlet, considering we are seeing a lot of adolescents and athletes dying days after getting their COVID shots, it seems they are preparing for this. Okay, so I guess this is like they decided to do this depopulation agenda by pushing the vaccines on kids, knowing that it was going to cause heart attacks with these with kids, and it's starting to happen and now the schools are being told to watch this because it's going to happen because we've designed the vaccines to make them happen. You know, to make kids start having heart attacks. Like this is the first one of the symptoms you'll see of people that con- that get uh, all these vaccines. Interestingly, back in November, the school district said it opposed a vaccine mandate for students. Okay, so the school, like, already kind of knew the truth, and they're trying to prepare for the the, the stuff that's going to happen, or that's already happening. Yeah. At least in Suffolk County, New York. That's the end of the article. Okay, so the school system in Suffolk County, New York, at least, is getting prepared uh, for... The heart attacks that have happened because of the vaccine that uh, they've been giving the kids. Yeah, from kids that are from kindergarten through 12th grade. So, okay, let's, uh, let's go to the next article. Ireland rises up against the New World Order. Exclusive yeah, right report. Let's, let's hear about this one. Let's go into this article. Patriots from across, well, patriots from countries across the globe are all waking up to the globalist Great Reset agenda coming to destroy humanity. Freedom of travel, freedom of bodily autonomy, freedom of association, and freedom of human expression are all under attack. Yeah, I mean, freedom of travel was under attack when the 9-11 Commission started the Real ID bullshit under George W. Bush. So, yeah, let, let's, uh, all these freedoms are under attack. So, yeah, let, let's go into, what else does the article say? Yeah, it's a video. Uh, okay. But, okay, we get the gist. This is what's going on. And, uh, okay, at least in Ireland, they're going against, uh, 
some people are trying to stop themselves from being screwed over by going against this, uh, by going against uh, these laws that, you know, trying to make sure that these laws won't be enforceable. And then video, MSNBC race baiters declared DeSantis anti-critical race theory legislation is new effort to codify white supremacy. Well, no, I mean, that probably is an effort to, to codify white supremacy. I think the, the people that uh, are criticizing this bill by DeSantis are right. This is, this is a, they are trying to, to codify white supremacy, but uh, uh, what else does the article say? <sighs> It's fucked up, but okay. Yeah, what, what does the article say? You there? Yeah, racist people and parents in Florida are going to be suing every school. Well, if yeah, they could, but okay. If they lose their lawsuits because what they're suing for is something really lame and ignorant, then that's a good thing if they lose their lawsuits when it comes to this shit. I mean, they have a right to sue, but that doesn't mean they're going to win their lawsuits if what they're fighting, suing them over is just some ignorant stuff. After Florida Governor Ron DeSantis introduced legislation Wednesday... In an effort to crack down on the teaching of critical race theory and other woke ideology in schools and places of employment, MSNBC race bears declared it to be a new effort to codify white supremacy for political gain. Well, it is. It totally is. I mean, the MSNBC people are right that it is an effort to codify white supremacy for political gain. And it's... it's uh, how would it's it's this whole idea of we want to only teach people the bullshit that we've been that we taught people say back you know like I, I remember the bullshit I was taught in history class in the early 70s you know you know when I was like you know from when I was in seventh grade to or not seventh but when I, when I was in first grade to sixth grade for the most part, with the exception of fourth grade, I was taught mostly real bullshit in history. And uh, in places like Texas and Florida, they're trying to make sure that all you can teach is that kind of bullshit. And uh, it's not a good, you know, it, it's, it's the Republicans being complete assholes. It's Republicans trying to teach this fake history that America's was always doing cool stuff and that they, they that all the atrocities that were done in the name of the United States of America didn't happen and, and that's just as, as bad as the, the, the Nazis saying that the, the Holocaust against the Jews didn't happen. You know, the Holocaust against the Native Americans happened, the Holocaust against the uh, Mexicans happened. Holocaust against black people happened. All this shit happened. And, and this law that DeSantis is pushing is trying to make people, is trying to push this idea that none of this stuff happened and teach that to kids in the schools. 
But okay, what what else does the article say? After Florida Governor Ron DeSantis introduced Wednesday in an effort to crack down on teaching of Christ. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We're just talking about MSNBC. You know, or his saying that MSNBC was. uh, DeSantis and. We just heard the MSNBC statement. DeSantis. To me, was pretty true. DeSantis announced his Stop Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees Act, Stop Woke Act, this week, urging that his state will not tolerate the elite-driven phenomenon of cultural Marxism. Okay, but I don't think this is teaching Marxism. I think it's teaching how our country screwed over a bunch of people of a bunch of different races in the name of, and and how much it is... you know, was white supremacist. And I don't think that's a wrong. You know, that he's saying that's a wrong when it's not a wrong is pretty ridiculous. DeSantis further emphasized. Like DeSantis saying that's a wrong is ridiculous. But okay, what what, what was was lessons? DeSantis further emphasized that proponents of critical race theory want to tear at the fabric of our society and our culture. Really things we've taken for granted, like the ability of parents to direct the upbringing of their kids, displacing it with militant form of leftism. Okay. I don't know. I don't think this is attacking anybody's right to bring up their kids. You know, this is, this is, uh, it's just wanting the truth to be taught in schools. It's like you want to keep lying to your kids and tell them, oh, America's just a great, just nation and we never did any atrocities to anybody. It's like, that's not the truth. I don't know. I was never brought up in history classes that really tried to glorify Manifest Destiny, but they just painted it in a unbiased manner. Okay, well, when I studied it from, like, pretty first grade, second grade, third grade, fifth grade, and sixth grade, and in kindergarten, really, but mostly from first through sixth grade, our our, uh, teachers were were, were really glorifying this manifest destiny bullshit. Well, I think you were just brought up <clears throat> in a more racist time. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's it. But Texas and Florida are trying to push this this teaching method that's just not teaching people the truth. And it's screwed up, and I, I think that DeSantis is just being totally screwed up by by writing this law. You know, that, that, that his law is to keep kids from hearing the truth if you're going to school in Texas or, or in if you're going to school in Florida, because this isn't in Texas. If you're going to school in Florida, 
They don't want kids to know the truth. I'm not and, sure you know, that the they are society the should truth. be destroyed because our culture is a really lame culture. Like, I'm the not only sure. Really good thing about our culture is food and music, you know, and even some of that's kind of lame. But you know, but that's like really the only the thing our culture has to offer is good tasting, unhealthy food and music, and that's like the thing I glorify about America. You know. Labeling critical race theory as state-sanctioned racism and indoctrination. The governor proclaimed no taxpayer dollars should be used to teach our kids to hate our country. Okay, I mean, if you look at the atrocities that our country keeps doing and has done, why shouldn't we hate our country? But okay, you know, you're going to be teaching this bullshit, which again is not the truth of that America was always right. We didn't do any atrocities to anybody and and we're supposed to believe this is this crap that they want to teach the kids. And it's it's another form of indoctrination. So what's the difference? I what's think the difference you're speaking from a biased people point that America's of view. always right and that we didn't do any atrocities or indoctrinating someone and really just teaching people the truth of all the atrocities our, our country has done. I think you're talking from a biased point of view. Okay, I might be. But this is the way I felt. I felt like through most of my elementary school years, I was taught a bunch of bullshit. And then they started teaching us some truth in junior high. And they gave us most of the truth in high school. And it's like, I really feel like most of my elementary school years, especially, was complete brainwashing. That was how many years ago? That was back up through 1980. Well, I know in 1996-97, I was being taught about slavery and the... Well, no, they did teach us about slavery because that's what the Civil War was fought. That was like, they want to keep teaching the idea that we're progressing. You know, it's like, yes, we progressed. We stopped slavery. Yes, we progressed. We gave women the right to vote. But they didn't really want to go into how much atrocities our country did or to, to people through all these years. I was taught even in, I'd say 2000, well, not 2000, well, probably around 2000. I was taught about how the, white settlers came and put smallpox in the blankets of the Native Americans and shit. I don't think they did a good job of explaining what smallpox was, but they did explain that a lot of, like, Indians died from it. Yeah, I didn't get that till high school. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the teaching of history has become more woke slowly over time. 
and that they don't try and like I don't like how they're not teaching history at all to kids in elementary school, at least in my niece's school. Okay, well, that's not good. I mean, that's like history to me is one of the most important sub in government. Like, I think they should be teaching people, kids government in elementary school. Those are like two of the most important subjects that any that kids should know at a, as young of an age as possible. And I was taught history in elementary school, but it was like a complete bullshit history with the exception of fourth grade. During a broadcast of The Beat with Ari Melbler, fill-in host Jason Johnson claimed that critical race theory doesn't exist in schools. And DeSantis' actions are really all about a conspiracy to codify white power. Well, I I believe it is. I believe that's exactly what DeSantis is trying to do by by, uh, enacting this law. Guess Naim B. Carter, a Howard University associate professor also accused DeSantis of acting to stoke white fears and raise anxiety levels to win elections. Yeah, I think that's, I think he's doing that too. I think that's an accurate assessment there. What else does the the article say? The other guest, Democratic strategist Juanita Tolliver, claimed that racist people and parents in Florida are going to be suing every school, every teacher, every school district if there is any evidence of critical race theory in the curriculum. Yeah, that could happen. I mean, in Texas, they might, or Florida, I keep saying Texas because they're more known for that, but Florida is too. In Florida, they might get away with that. That's sad. You know, what else does the article say? the articles say uh, that's the end of the article okay 
my brain is thinking of something we've covered like a bunch of subjects ago. Like, and the same thing with the, the, the I'm thinking the health restrictions, you know, this, everything, all these places you can't go unless you do what they tell you to and all this shit. And, and just the way that the government is trying to make it impossible to live a good life, you know, in, in LA and, and things like this. this is all reasons why why shouldn't you expect people to, to start taking fentanyl when you just when the people in power made the circumstances as bad. But okay, okay. Let me go let's I had to say that, but okay, let's let's go to the next article. The mandating of psychotic liberal authoritarianism. Okay, well, if it's authoritarianism, then it's from the then it's from the fake left of the Democrats who are really conservative. You know, I, I think a true liberal is against authoritarianism. To me. But okay, what does the what's the article say? I don't know what this story is about, really. The new world order is here. Okay, well, we knew that. Yeah, now they're calling it, instead of the new world order, they're calling it the new normal, but okay. The same thing. The left is riding on propaganda of the Omicron variant to impose more mandates. That's not the real left. That's the Democrats. They're conservative. So it's a political party. The Democratic Party is riding on this. Don't call this the left. This is not the left. It's the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah, Kalkas. like that all around the world. Impose more mandates, lockdowns, and booster shots. Yeah. Meanwhile, the left's pharmaceutical propaganda industrial complex continues with its mission to mission plan to ignore the incredibly damning evidence of stillbirths and athletes suffering heart conditions. Okay, again, I just wish they would say the Democrats and not blame, not call this, blame this on the left. It's not the left. That's what the Democrats Democrats claim they are. Yeah, but they're not. You say they're not, but that's what they identify as. I just wish Alex Jones would stop blaming this on us. Like, this is really, and in general, the, the, conservative press would stop blaming this shit on us. This isn't our fault. This is the Democrats. The Democrats were never really the left. So it's like you know, this is part all the parties around the world that are like the Democrats and none of them ever were really the left.
but a surge in stillbirths among vaccinated mothers is a statistic that is increasing in live time. The war on fertility is at the center of the left's agenda. Eventually, the inconvenient COVID vaccine stillbirth embarrassment will have to be dealt with. And when it is, it will be known as a crime against humanity. I wish they'd stop saying the left and say the Democrats or the globalists. That, that Democrats and globalists are a more real term that you can use to describe who's doing this. The left, it's not, it's not the left. It's Democrats, it's globalists, but I wouldn't call that the left. Do you really need to harp on that every time it's mentioned? Yes, I need to harp on it because I hate, it's like, this is our fault. This is your fault. You you sympathize with this group of, of, of things. It's like, no, I was never behind the Democratic Party. Like, this isn't my fault. Don't, like, group me in with this shit that the Democratic Party is doing. I'm not in on this shit. And then we only got a few seconds left in the podcast. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Should we try to say this or just say 